I'm Callie Lampy, and you are listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast, where my daddy shares a daily gift with you from the ocean. All right, guys, welcome back to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. I am your host, Ryan P. Lampy, and today's surfing lesson is I don't deserve this. That's the giant lie. I don't deserve this. I live in an incredible place on 48th Move. I am here in San Diego, not just San Diego. I live here at the Sunset Cliffs, in Ocean Beach slash Sunset Cliffs. The surfing is amazing. The beauty is amazing. Even if I didn't surf, everything is so gorgeous here. The cliffs are spectacular, the sunsets, and people come from all over, drive from from an hour away just to see a sunset at our cliffs here. The ocean is beautiful, the reef, especially low tide, so much beauty. And I remember when I first moved here, and I got in the ocean, on the rare occasion I could get in the ocean and surf. My body was pretty fucked up, but I was still getting there. We moved here. We literally moved here. One of the big reasons we moved here was for surfing. And I'd be in the water thinking like, man, why me? How did I get this? I don't deserve this. And especially, like, I would get this on a, there's a particularly acute few occasions. One was um, having friends that wanted to live here but couldn't. That tried to live here, but end up moving away. Cause it's just it's expensive. Super expensive. And other occasions are when friends visit from Los Angeles. And I mean I cut my teeth surfing in Los Angeles. I, I understand surfing in Los Angeles. You have one tenth of the breaks available there compared to here, and ten times or more. The amount of surfers. So do the math. It's ridiculous. People come from LA to surf here. They're like, what? Like literally, this is what comes out of their mouth. I hear it in the water. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> I've heard that again and again. Like people are blown away. And I remember because I used to come down here on vacation and be like, what is going on? Man, this is crazy. We're so spoiled. People grow up here. People live here. What the Christmas. And on those occasions, I have often went to that place of, man, why me? Like, yes, I'm grateful. Yes, I'm thankful. And I'm excited. And at the same time, there's also been this story in my head often that, you know what? I don't deserve this. Why me? God, why me? How is this possible? Not just how is this possible, why? Like, why not this person? Why do I get this? And inside of this belief of I don't deserve this come these feelings of not being enough, not being worth it, unworthy, small, 
and if it gets really deep, I can feel guilty. I feel guilty that these don't, these people don't have it, that I have it. What did I do to earn this, to deserve this? So I feel guilty. And inside of that, I'm basically surfing like a dog with his tail tucked between his legs. You're not just surfing, just being in this area. Feeling like a misfit, feeling like I don't belong here. And with all that going on inside my head, all because of the story that I don't deserve this, I can't show up. I can't live life full of passion and power and fire because I'm robbed with this lie that, you know what, I don't deserve this. Where in your life are you unable to show up fully with fire, with passion, with gratitude, with all-out life because you have a thought, a story going on underneath that you don't deserve this. I've gotten this all over my life. And it's fucked me up again and again. Everything from having four kids. I go, I would compare myself to other guys who, by the time they had their fourth kid, their fourth kid had some kind of mental problem or physical problem, some kind of issue, health issue. And then I have four healthy kids. I'm like, I don't deserve this. In fact, it kept me scared before I had my fourth kid. I was like, man, what if what if we this happens to us? And then after we have a healthy kid, we're like, oh, we don't deserve this. And Lucy and I have beat ourselves up full of guilt and feeling small, unworthy, worthless. Just why us? And, and the truth is, it doesn't serve anybody. It didn't serve us. We couldn't show up. Weighed down heavily with guilt and shame. And no one around it didn't serve our kids. Didn't serve our neighbors, our friends, our church. Didn't serve anybody showing up like that. Yet I see this again and again. It's taken a lot of fucking work to see and get beyond this story. To crush this fucking story. That I don't deserve it. Now I've seen guys in trainings, guys with lots of money, unable to fully show up as a powerful steward of their money and serve themselves and other people like they can with their money because they don't feel like they deserve the money. They make more than the average person, or they make more than a lot of people, or they've been given their money, a big chunk of it. And they don't feel like they deserve it. And so they even throw it away. Instead of using it to powerfully serve people, they either throw it away or they just let it sit there while they walk around like a dog with a tail between the legs, not knowing what to do. Like the, the money actually weighs them down and they're not doing anything with it. I totally get it. At the end of the day, here are the facts. However we feel about what, what it is that we think we don't deserve, the facts are it's what we have. We must own it. No one else can own it for us. No one else can have it. And with what we have, 
with what we've been given or what we earned or however it is you want to look at it comes the responsibility of having it. And no one else can take that responsibility of having it except ourselves. At the end of the day, it doesn't serve anyone when I surf and I walk around like I don't deserve to live here. Yet, when I own where I live, guess what I can do? I can make a fucking podcast about it. I can surf like it's my home. And I own my brakes. I shred my brakes. I fuck up on my brakes and I own it. I don't have to worry about locals and not being enough and all this bullshit that goes on under the surface. No, this, this is my home. I own it. I can show up powerfully and I can inspire other surfers, other people who live here, the locals, visitors, everyone. I can inspire people. I inspire myself. I can live passionately and with fire. This is my life. This is what I have. This is what I own and this is what I'm committed to making happen. I remember when I first, Lucy and I got a Mercedes a couple... Yeah, a little over a couple of years ago. Got a Mercedes. And man, where I come from, oh my gosh. Only person I've ever known owned a Mercedes growing up was my grandpa on my mom's side, who was head of freaking some crazy shit. Vietnamese, mafia, fucking full on gangster, crazy stuff. Seven, eight thousand people showed up at his funeral. Like, this is some crazy shit. He had a Mercedes. And for me, I didn't know anyone who had a Mercedes growing up. So when I, we got our first Mercedes, we were like, oh shit. In my mind, I was like, this is not me. I don't deserve it. And so there was this, like, when we first got the car, you know, there was this fun factor of, like, I can drive this thing. Not used to having this much power. It's fun. I feel kind of like a badass driving my Mercedes around, I feel feel like a higher status. At the same time, it was all actually empty. Like, besides the performance fun I had in the beginning, it was all empty. It was all pretender. I felt fake. This is not me. I'm not worthy of a Mercedes. I don't deserve this. And so I would drive friends around or whatever, and I always felt like I had to hype it up. I couldn't be myself. I couldn't be authentic. I couldn't inspire them. They felt it. it what, the car was not me. I didn't own it. The car owned me. But here's the facts I had to come to terms with. It was my Mercedes. Fuck, at the end of the day, I had to put the, whatever it is, high-octane gas in it. Put the extra two fucking quarts of oil whenever I changed. I couldn't even change it myself. There's so much damn um, high-maintenance shit to do with it, like... It's going to take me way too long to change my oil, so I had to take it in. A lot more expensive. Changing parts on it, getting it fixed. Hey, at the end of the day, I own that damn car. Tires, oh my gosh. Tires, everything costs so much more than what I'm used to driving. Chevrolet, Ford, Dodge. At the end of the day, hey, this is my car. Yeah, it took me forever to own it. It took me a long time. And I couldn't show up. Like I drove around. I literally, I get in. The, I felt more at home in my Cobalt. I would drive my Cobalt around, and I felt like a badass. 
just do whatever I wanted to do. And then I'd get in the Mercedes and I'd show up like like this beaten down dog. I could not be myself. I couldn't be present. I had no life, no passion, no fire. I felt like a pretender. It's the same way I felt on the cliffs when I surfed often in the beginning. I felt like a pretender. This is not me. This is not my home. I don't deserve this. I belong on a beach break competing with hundreds of people with a short board. I don't deserve to have my own waves every time I want them. That's messed up. This is not me. That's not not real. I don't deserve to have four healthy kids. So I'd fucking get crazy. Frustrated at my kids. Frustrated at myself. Frustrated at God. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve our families. It doesn't serve anyone. When we don't own what we have. When we feel like we don't deserve it. We tell ourselves we don't deserve it. It fucks up everything. It robs us of passion, of power, of connection, of presence. And at the end of the day, what we have, whether you've earned it, whether it's been given to you, whether you inherited it, however you've come across it, you and you alone own it. It serves, whatever you have serves a purpose. It creates value for yourself. Most of what you have creates value for others beyond you. And a lot of what you have creates value for eternity. My kids, my legacy, my family, my relationships, where I live, everything creates value with a powerful ripple effect that will go on for eternity. So I can either man the fuck up and own what I have so that I can use what I have, whether it's a car, a money, a kid, a relationship, a location where I live, a surfboard. Use what I have to create value for the world and inspire and connect with others and support them, create value for them. I can either do that or I can just sit on it and feel like a turd all day long, pretend like it's not there, live half-assed, half-heartedly, show up like a little bitch with it. Feel this false sense of humility. Well, I don't deserve it. Oh, it's it's okay. I'm so thankful. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. I have this. Thank you, God. And then not fucking use it. I feel so lucky. You know, you're not lucky. No one's fucking lucky. You have what you have. And guess what? With what you have comes the responsibility of having it. And when you really get real with that, that's a lot of fucking responsibility, no matter what it is. This is why people choose not to. To take responsibility. This is why we have that lie of I don't deserve it. Because when we really get real with what we have, the responsibility, there's a lot of power in it. And with that power comes a lot of weight, a lot of responsibility, a lot on our shoulders. We are far more powerful than we think. So where in your life are you playing small? Feeding yourself this lie 
of a false sense of humility that you don't deserve this. You're not worth this. I get it. I totally fucking get it. And it's not necessarily something you can crush with one podcast episode. One journaling session. I get it. At the same time, you have to do this work and consider the cost. What is it costing you that you are not showing up fully and owning what you have? That you are letting guilt and all kinds of other feelings weigh you down because you don't feel like you're worth it, because you don't feel like you deserve it. What is that costing you? How is it impacting your family? How is it impacting your relationship with God? How is it impacting your friends and everyone around you? The world. What would it look like if you did fully own it? If you mastered it? What would be the impact there? All right, guys. And if you want to, you have this issue, like all of us, and you really want to get on this game, you really want to master this, I offer you my coaching. This is one of the things I do right here. I crush these stories. So if you're ready to amplify and accelerate your level of connection, passion, and power daily, Inside of all your relationships across the board with yourself, your family, your business, and with God, then hit me up. Check me out on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy. Direct message me. I have the tools, the path, and the training to live wildly connected. Find me. Let's make it happen. And if you're enjoying this podcast, enjoying this episode, Share this with a friend. Share this with someone who you know needs to hear this. Share this with someone who you know walks around like they don't deserve half the shit that they have in their lives. Share it with them. You are doing them a disservice. You are robbing them if you let them continue being the way they are. If you tolerate that and you're not giving them the tools and you're not sharing this podcast with them, you're enabling the way they are living. And that is not serving you, that's not serving them, that's not serving their family or anyone else. So share with them. And if you haven't already, please go to iTunes, leave a rating review, help me get this out in front of more people. I love you all. Have a powerful rest of your day, and I'll catch you tomorrow on the next episode of the Surfing Lessons Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. For more Lampy craziness, find my daddy on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy and have a powerful day.